This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the January 14th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I missed a couple of days. I think this will be a good one. Let's see. Quick hitters. Fox News has a headline saying that D.C. Mayor Adams says New York City at breaking point as asylum seekers continue to arrive in record numbers. The subheadline says the city has, quote, taken in around 40,000 asylum seekers since last spring, end quote. That does not seem to be a large number for a city of, what, 8 million people? I bet officials in Texas are saying, hold my beer. The more I read of Prince Harry complaining about his plight in life, the more I think what a spoiled little narcissistic prat he is. No kidding, your life was not perfect. I bet you never had to hold the flashlight for your father while he worked on a car. That was trauma. Well, this will piss you off. A new subvariant of Omicron may be more likely to infect those who have been vaccinated or already have had COVID-19. Emphasize may. Missouri says female lawmakers now have to keep their arms covered when in the chamber. Some say that is sexist because there were no dress code changes for the men. Seem the existing rules already said men had to keep their arms covered, so I am thinking the sex's view is weak. I'm neither pro nor con arm covering. I just think it's funny. Biden says he stored the additional classified documents in the garage with his Corvette. Cool Corvette. Crappy excuse. Oh, and the DOJ went from a U.S. attorney looking at Biden's classified documents to a special counsel. A trial is being held for some of the Proud Boys leaders and their activities on January 6th. That would be January 6th, 2021. Some of the defendants plan to call FBI informants to show that it was not planning an attack. That will be interesting. How can we t all know a recession is coming, yet the stock market is moving up? I wonder if the answer is that the market does a better job of reacting to what is rather than what we say it is. Specifically, while we had a couple of quarters of negative growth, our government refused to call it a recession because they said it was more complicated than that. Well, maybe the market knew it was a recession and priced that in. Now the market perceives the economy will pick up and the inflation will recede. Note. Do not go on what I say for investment decisions. Moving on. I haven't paid the attention to Ukraine that I should have, so I am having trouble processing this information. Russia seems to be warning that if Ukraine attacks Russia or Belarus, that Belarus may join the fight against Ukraine. I understand the rationale of Belarus joining the fight if Ukraine attacks Belarus, even though Russia has been using Belarus as a staging area to attack Ukraine. I don't understand how an incursion, an incursion by Ukrainian forces into Russia would trigger Belarus joining the fight, unless all is a pretense and Belarus will join the fight and Russia will blame Ukraine. Yeah, that's it. And folks, this is how smaller wars grow to bigger wars. Because if Belarus joins the fight, we may have to get more involved. Hopefully we have at least wargamed this. I bet we have. New Speaker of the House McCarthy kicked three Democrats off of their committees. That is a dangerous move. Until Pelosi did it for the January 6th committee, I never heard of the party in power denying the minority the right to pick their own committee members. That is playing with fire, and I did not like it when it happened. 
And I'm okay with a little payback. Not too much, but some. The three candidates who got the boot were Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell from the Intelligence Committee and Ilhan Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee. I think Adam Schiff defines awful that he misused his position, authority, and information on the Intelligence Committee. He absolutely deserved the boot. Swalwell had an affair with a Chinese national who was a suspected spy. I'm not saying he knew she was a spy, but it is shaky. McCarthy says the FBI briefing he got on Swalwell was scary, and Swalwell would not be able to get a security clearance in the private sector, so he should not be on the Intelligence Committee. Hey, I don't know for sure. Maybe McCarthy is lying on what he was told, but says he can't tell us specifics because they're secret. But I don't think so. I'm okay with Swalwell not being allowed on the Intelligence Committee. Surprisingly, at least to me, I have an issue with denying Ilhan Omar to be on the Foreign Affairs Committee. McCarthy's reasoning is that she has made a number of anti-Semitic remarks and therefore she should not be on the committee. In my view, she has made anti-Semitic comments, and that is a reason not to vote, her, vote for her when she runs for election. It is also a reason for the minority party not to put her on the Foreign Affairs Committee. I don't think it's a reason for the Speaker of the House to deny her a committee assignment made by the minority party. And she has a view that is shared by some throughout the world. I think it's an evil view, but it exists. Maybe her minority contrary view is something that should be discussed and renounced. I can't find the article, but I skimmed an article that said a study looked at what is wrong with Congress, I think specifically the House, and said it was too much power in too few people. I love to be able to criticize Pelosi, so this works for me. The gist of the argument was that forcing elected officials to vote certain ways by the Speaker forces in them into corners and limits discussions and negotiations. It's an interesting argument because the Republican holdouts who forced changes in order for McCarthy to be elected were making similar points. Maybe the holdouts encourage policies that will improve things. This morning, I heard a clip from Speaker of the House McCarthy where he said the House would not pass any more omnibus bills, those big monstrous bills that no one knows what's in it. He said the House will pass individual bills and expects the Senate to do the same, as the system was designed to work. And if they can't work out the spending, the House will pass a continuing resolution, but no more omnibus bills. You might challenge me on the difference between an omnibus bill and a continuing resolution, and I might stutter with the answer, but I like what I'm hearing. We need to go back to sensible order, and McCarthy is laying things out. None of this waiting till the last minute and cramming crap through because it's an emergency only a fool did not see coming. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you not, did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know. And if you know anyone in Antarctica, please share with them because I really want to get that seventh continent. Thank you. <laughs>